Hey everybody, welcome to a on the road episode of We've Got the Beat, the podcast devoted to 80s entertainment. <laughs> I screwed it up. Can you believe that? I don't... <laughs> Even on the road, I can't get it right. We Got the Beat, the podcast devoted to teen entertainment from the 80s and beyond. There we go. <laughs> Yay! Virtual high, not virtual high five, but the first time we're actually doing an it's episode. It's a real high five. Yeah, this is the first episode that we've done where we're in the same room. Well, at least for a very long time. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially of this podcast. We did it of like cartoons and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so we are on the big move. That's why there's been kind of a hiatus in episodes. Uh, going from Oregon to Indiana is going to take a lot of time, people. Oh, so on. today we're going to the and beyond part of the entertainment to talk about songs. Yeah, so this episode uh, hosted by Michael and Mindy. Um, and we are going to be discussing teen pop songs of a very particular era. And I don't think there was ever another era that was like this because if you look at the, the teen music before the like late 90s, early 2000s, um, it was just very small little bits and pieces like, you know, Jackson 5 and Menudo. What's that? The Partridge, uh, the kid. What's his name? He had a couple, I think I love you. What the hell is his name? He died just not that long ago. The Monkees, you know, and then there was like uh, the boom with Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, New Kids on the Block, New Edition. But that all kind of died off pretty quickly. But the real big boom is that 1997 to like 2003 era where all the teen pop stuff basically took over. Not just movies and TV, but music. And we're going to kind of go through our top 20 list of songs from that era. Yes, there'll be a few anomalies. I'm not sure if all my songs count or, or yours, but... Yeah, I have, so, a, I have a few that might be a bit of a divergent, but yeah, I stick by it. So, you know, we're talking like, you know, anything that basically showed up on TRL and had pretty people and bright colors. Do you remember like a very particular era was very, very bright colors, like an answer to the darkness of the grunge era? Makes sense. There was lots of bubblegum and not quite neon, but... Yeah, and, and like hip-hop had the same kind of look too, like the eccentric camera angles and bright colors and zooming in really wide with it. My, my favorite cliche of all of them is the uh, very early uh, morphing kind of effects. You know how the Backstreet Boys started that, I think, is where they were standing in one place and zoop, in, into the other Backstreet Boys. The way that you love me, and then like all of a sudden it was zoom into another Backstreet Boy. I feel like all those videos did that weird like camera swoosh, swoosh, morph thing. <laughs> all right so uh out of the 20 songs we're gonna break it up so she's gonna do 10 um i'm gonna do 10 and if i have that same song on my list or vice versa we're just gonna say that was on mine and then skip along yeah we might not end up we're not gonna end up talking about 20 because surely we will have uh, overlap right i mean there's the greatest hits of that era for a reason and uh so this is a mini sode so <laughs> it's not gonna be super long so go ahead with your list Okay, this is in no particular order. So yeah, I'm, same thing. I, I mean, I couldn't do it. So let's just let's just mention a few ditties. Um, Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> I, I wanted to add that one. I didn't even think of it as a. In my head, it was a one-hit wonder, but that was definitely like right as that teen era was launched. Was that ninety-six or ninety-seven? I'm not sure. I may definitely have some that are more cuspy maybe slightly yeah. before this is then really at the beginning of it but this <laughs> i fucking love that song i think it's smarter than people treat it it's really oh, absolutely. a spoof of that you know brain dead yeah yeah um, it's a joke song yeah and for some reason people just didn't get it. like uh, Ch uh chumbawamba you know that song yeah that band is actually really smart 
And no, seriously, the lot of their stuff's very political. I'm not laughing because I di- I disagree with you. I'm just thinking about how many songs that usually you know that are one hit wonders and really get the tension are just some of some of the most i don't know generic bizarre things yeah and you're like well yeah but did you listen to there any other other songs right and, and some i mean harvey danger one of the greatest bands of all time is considered a one-hit wonder so but their one hit was bad yeah uh but i do that's a great song go ahead um so you will see when i talk about the rest of this list i don't really have a lot of guys on my list because i really never got into the boy band thing even though i should have theoretically because i was you know a teenager through this i just i i don't know i i mean they're okay but nothing was really too exciting to me so my probably favorite boy band song is everybody Backstreet's Back. Yeah. The, by the Backstreet Boys. But part of that, I think, is because I loved the music video. Yeah, that's a lot so of it. A lot much. of these videos are so good. That's the monster one, right? Yes, where they're yeah. all different, like, universal movie monsters. Yeah. And it was so awesome. I just thought it was, like, funny and clever. And, and it's a it's a banging song. But, um... <laughs> go ahead. I will say this. Well, I didn't know... I mean, I heard Peripheral, like, you know, they had their first album, right? Was this this off their second album, I think? I, I think so, there, yeah. There was, like, the way the new kids on the block remember well, how they back had that streets back so i'm pretty yeah. sure it was at least the well, second album. new kids on the block they had an album that no one really knew about and then they broke uh mm-hmm. big on the second one yeah and i remember this is it showed up on mtv my last semester of college and we're like what the fuck is this this is great like makeup and stuff like that and had a good beat it was really mm-hmm. catchy i sing this song all the time um uh, whenever my, my boss will say, all right, everybody it's time for the two o'clock facing i go everybody and he goes stop that <laughs> <laughs> Every time, huh? But the only part of the song I cannot stand is is the stupid dork one. In my sexual. Oh, I know. No. What is that? <laughs> like you're a zombie or a mummy? Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, that's weird. It is a little strange. All right, so that one's off my list. Okay, so next one. Um, I mean, I, I tried to not have more than one song from any artist because I just thought that was I don't know. I did that a little bit. So the the Britney song, I think I perp- I tried to choose a different one from you, but this is one that I really like is Womanizer. Yeah, I've somebody that thought someone else sang this. I've I've heard this song recently because uh-huh. I've been going through the playlist of teen songs. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that she sang that. I don't know why. I mean, it sounds like her now. You think about it, yeah. but yeah, it's not the one I would go with. But there's a long list. People gave her so much shit, and I think we, we did too because, well, first she was sold as you know yeah preteen yeah. Yeah, prison bait. Um, and then her voice just doesn't compare to Christina. Well, the the reality is, though, is I, I'm not 100% sure that they ever let her use her real voice. Yeah, they make her do sing that baby voice. I'm not, I don't really know that someone can sing like that, and that's really how they sound. Yeah. I, well, it's like Def Leppard. You know, Def Leppard, he said he never sang like that. They The producer forced him, and it, it destroyed his voice. I'm going to guess, you know, part of the reason why she's on my list, it's for a few reasons. One, she's pretty, I mean, God, she's really iconic. She has a lot of hits. And three, I think that she, was that two or three? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can do math. Um, I think she got a really fucking raw deal. 
Like, I don't think that they let her be herself at all. I think they controlled everything about her. I right. think that they just forced her to do all these things because I mean, she was underage when she started and, and then have been controlling her in all these years. And now she suddenly has her freedom. And I just pray that... For her that she gets peace and can do some of the things that she really wants to do. Because I'm not sure that anything we've seen is really what what she wants. Or... Right. Well, and she's one of those that was under the Lou Perelman control. And yes. then her parents after that. And then, yeah. of course, you know, just blowing up so big. And I think it's harder when you're solo. If you have yeah. a team of guys a lot of to bounce off of. It's easier. I think the guys in Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all in Town or whatever, they handled it better than Plus, like... they all had each other for support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's what I meant. Yeah. That's why they were able to... Because they were able to vent to each other. Who the hell is Brittany and, and, and Jessica Simpson, all these people, who do they have to vent to? You know? And, and... Parents who want to control them. Yeah. And so it's not going to help. Um, all right. What's your next song? Uh, Trouble by Pink. Oh, you know, I forgot to add Pink to this. For some reason, I didn't think of her as teen pop, but I forgot she broke out she, during uh, that era. She definitely was a... Wasn't she a teen or, like, at least, like, what? maybe 20 years the old when yeah, she started? Yeah, she was kind of like... Well, Vitamin C, I remember being older. She was Vitamin like, C was 27 when that song came out, which is why I did not include yeah, her. Yeah, and even though she was sold to that audience. Yes. Uh, for some reason, I, if I had to have Pink, Trouble is really high up there, yeah. but um, Beautiful... Was it she? Beautiful, right? Or... Um, yeah. yeah. No, that's a Christina Aguilera okay. song. Okay, um, there's another one out there, but, uh, we're the freaks, we like to, yeah. fuck, I get everything confused, but. I don't think it's yeah. the right time period for yeah. that song, well, I, but I, I, she's I can, phenomenal. It I can see, like, later us doing, because I do another podcast called The Perfect Concert Playlist, I could yes. see us doing a whole one about Pink, because. Oh, yes. She has a much longer catalog for me to choose oh, yes. from that I would appreciate. And I think that she is really phenomenal and um very her skill she's really shown her skill over right time. Well, she broke out of the gimmick yes because that was a thing was pink her hair's pink everything in the yeah. video is pink whatever she's Absolutely. wild and outrageous she's a tough one you know she was right. like uh, even more ver- a, a skater boy than skater boy <laughs> yeah this was like right then here when trouble that album whatever it was is when she was st- starting to make her change right she was writing with uh the lady who was the lead singer of Na- four non blondes mm-hmm. and that's when she started getting more texture Linda perry Oh, okay. I didn't know her name. I'm glad you did. She's married to Sarah, Sarah Gilbert, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, yeah. So I think this is when she started taking her turn um, to, you know, become more her. But, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, what a great, like, anthem song, but also I think was just really, really popular and well-liked. And, gosh, she's great. Okay, how many songs is that? One, two, three, four. I'm on four. Okay, next is Destiny's Child, but maybe not the song that most people would expect me to pick. The song I'm choosing by Destiny's Child is Bootylicious. I I had Survivor on here, but I wanted to fit something else, so I took it off because I feel like that's another one where I could do a perfect concert playlist with. Um, (laughs) Bootylicious. There's just a certain time period that I... Like that song reminds me of a certain summer when I was in college and I was working maintenance during the summer, had like a stupid college labor job and like 
you know, what I was doing. It just takes me to a certain time, yeah, you know, yeah. that I just really remember fondly, even though it, it, and partially because it is such a silly freaking song. Yeah. I mean, how ridiculous there's, is this yeah, song? There, there's some songs you associate <laughs> with a very particular era. And I remember yes. summer of 99 working at the parks and rec department at the beach front, whatever it was, yes. and listening to music all day long and reading Stephen King books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so there's a handful of songs I will always have in my head from that summer. Yeah. Next, uh, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Uh, man, that song was just like everywhere. And I will say thank you to, um, Terry Crews who constantly reminds the world about this song and his deep, deep obsession with it, <laughs> um, to bring it back to be, so people aren't, are remembering it again. After yeah. Well, I feel like Michelle Branch and Vanessa Carlton, so they kind of disappeared, right? Yeah. 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 And, and I'd the... say, I don't know too many other songs by Vanessa Carlton no, uh, and I don't know what she's doing. So no. not that, not to say she had, isn't doing things to just yeah. not getting the mainstream attention like right, that did. Right. Um, and that was on my list as well. Okay, cool. Um, and then, of course, you mentioned Michelle Branch. The next, my next one is "Everywhere" by Michelle, Michelle Branch, which I think was her breakout hit. And she did have a few others, but not a ton. I yeah. mean, I think she had another couple albums, but I remember the video she had with uh, <laughs> Fair Bear, uh, Bren Fair. Oh, okay. that's the one she she did after. And "Everywhere" is also on my list. Okay, so this next one I have may be debatable. Uh, because I think the age of the person may take them out, but the audience that it's intended for. Right. Okay, Love Don't Cost a Thing by Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, was that for the movie? I don't or know. Or is that the title stolen for the movie? I don't know. But yeah, I remember that. Um, Jennifer Lopez, yeah, is really on the wire there. But that's when we had like the Latin explosion with Iglesias and... Uh, Mar- Mark Antony. Rick, yeah, and Ricky Martin and stuff like that. So, you know what? I'll let that... I, I have no say in that. So. Right. I mean, like, I, I know she was not... In her, she was not, clearly not a teenager, duh. Right. But, but it I was think, sold to that audience. Yeah. That was a TRL constant rotation. Yeah. Um. So, since I felt obligated to have a Christina Aguilera song. You know what? I put What a Girl Wants, but I don't really like that song. Really? I think I... That's what, that's, uh, is that the one I have? Yes, uh, that's the one I like. I don't know. I, I, it's a, it's a good song. I also like Genie and the Bottle. I do think they're both a little sexually Come on select, over was selective. Great too. I had that originally in my list. Come on over. They kind of, all of her songs are a little bit you, you explicit. I mean, if you, if you read into it at all. Yeah. They're all kind of sexual. Huh. Well, she was going through a... Uh, remember, she, like, the next album, she took, like, three years off. She took yeah. more breaks than Britney did. That's another thing. They exhausted Britney. Yeah. Christina would do an album. Yeah. Like, she would make some guest appearances. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take as much work. But she would take, like, three years between each album, she, sometimes five. And she and was then she able had, to transition. She had an ex-Tina. Remember that? I mean... She tried something. I really think a lot of that stuff did work because yeah. that, that's when she had that beautiful song, and it was really good. Yeah, yeah. It was a really good. And then message. well, the next album she re- she was following kind of the Madonna pattern where she was reinventing yeah. herself with every album. Because didn't she go like super glamorous on the next one, and then she went kind of retro on the one after that? So I haven't. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure about all her changes, but I know that she seemed like she was really able to transition a lot, a lot more often, and it was accepted. Yeah. Better. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I mean, when the first, my first exposure to her ever was Reflection when from Mulan. Okay. Now, Mulan you never movie. saw the Mickey Mouse Club with any of these kids, right? I mean, maybe I've seen, 
I've probably only seen clips because I don't know that we ever were. We were, we, had Disney? we were poor, yeah. so we didn't have the Disney. Yeah, well, I remember then later it was concluded with like basic cable, and that's when Disney Channel blew up. That was yeah. a smart move. So I might have seen a little bit at some point, but okay. How many? How many do I have left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, ten. Okay, this is my last one for now. Is uh, the boy is mine, Brandy oh, and Monica. Fuck. Oh, I forgot that one. That was great. It was great. Yeah. It was so great to put the two of them together. You know what I forgot? Between New Kids on the Block and then you know, like Brand- and then what we're there we're talking about, mm-hmm. I remember there was some Tevin Campbell, didn't he was he like a teen oh, star? Yeah. And then there was Joey Lawrence Tevin, had a Tevin hit. Campbell does the singing voice of Powerline on the Goofy movie, Maybe. I think. But I remember like it was celebrity <laughs> oriented. Like I think Jeff Love Hewitt had some albums and I, I think even Alyssa Milano had I one. I even thought I maybe I should have included Jennifer Love Hewitt, but I can't find any good songs in there, so well, I, I tried. I still I still love you, girl. Okay. okay. So I'm breaking the rule of what you were saying. Not that there's any rules, but no. I do double songs by some. Now there's a band here that they took they just took their music off Spotify. You're gonna have to find it on YouTube. But um, I had it in my playlist and I almost forgot about them. Uh, do you remember the band Dream that Puff Daddy at the time his name was Puff Daddy was trying to have his own supergirl band? I'm not real sure. Um, but they had two hits, and then they just disappeared. They only had one album because okay. uh, I guess it just he didn't like it, or whatever was going on, and then he just walked away and ditched these girls. It's horrible. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, two big hits, at least MTV hits, and okay. then never heard from again was uh, He Loves You, He Loves You Not. Hmm. Do you Maybe. I'll, I'll show you the videos later. And then yeah. their second one was This Is Me. Uh, that was her, This Is Me. I can't remember. Uh, we're as different as we can be. Yeah, kind of. I think yeah. so. Um, but those are the two hits. I love those fucking songs. They're so damn good. <laughs> Did anybody from that um, group get be, were able to break out and uh, Everybody basically retired, except oh. for the one girl, the main singer, who yeah. had like the bombastic voice or whatever. She stayed in music, but she's always been on the fringe. They had a reunion a few years ago. Their voices still sound great, but oh. they're at that point where they can't go tour because they're moms and, you know. And they, sure, yeah. of course. Okay, got it. Um, number three, now I, I don't know any other song by this band. I only know because it's in a playlist of music from this era is S Club 7. S Club 7. Was that a TV show in England or something? I they're think British, it was. Right? A, I think it was a Disney thing. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but the song is Don't Stop Moving. And it has that, you know how in the late 90s they had more of a dance, Euro dance kind of yes. feel to it? That's what they had going on. You know, yeah. more of the Spice Girls flavor and not so much the Florida uh, or California sound. Yeah, no, I know um, what you mean exactly. Uh, this is another band I don't know anything about besides this song, but Picture of You by Boyzone um, sounds like a gay porn. Um, but uh, a really hopping fun song. Uh, Wait, Boyzone, was that, that from that fake show? No, oh, they're a real band. That's I have that on here too. Okay. Um, or I did have it on here. I Wait. guess I don't have it on here. Well, I uh, I can't remember what it was. T- together with a two and the T was a plus and together, um, which is a parody of all these bands. Like, yeah. Not so much. I liked that show. Yeah, though. it was really funny. Um, the next one is Everybody Get Up by a band called Five. Again, I don't know anything about. But they use the riff from I Love Rock and Roll, but they mix it in and make a whole new song. Mm. It's really fun. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to, when we're done, can we listen to a few of these yeah, or watch yeah. some of the videos? Okay. Totally. Cool. Um, then Michelle Branch, Thousand Miles. Uh, this one, I, I don't, it's almost end of the era, uh, is uh, Since You've Been Gone, Kelly Clarkson from 2005. Mm. Did, did I go past the line? Did, I, I don't know. I twice, whatever. Our, our, we had a kind of fuzzy guidelines. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's Since a fine. Since You've Been Gone is so Oh, it wasn't the only Kelly Clarkson song that was on there, but that's the one that just Kelly Clarkson, me. you are so talented. What happened to that kid? 
from Justin to Kelly, uh, Justin Galar Laney. I don't know. Who fucking yeah. cares? All right. All right. I don't know. I just wondered. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Uh, number nine is another 2005 song from Hoku uh, called A Perfect Day. Now, I remember she had a chance. They were pushing her hard on uh, It's a Perfect No, no. I think day. I do. Under I think I'm, I can almost visualize the music video. I think. Yeah. But remember in 2001, they tried to push her just like everybody else. Don Ho's kid, Hoku Ho or whatever. And that song just didn't take off. And then like two albums later is when she finally Okay. I do. Now I do remember her. Yeah, I do yeah. remember. There's, there was a lot of women in, being pushed as solo acts. There's hardly any groups. It's so strange. But we had, like, what? We had, um, I want to be, Will Ford. Well, I want to be bad. You know, they were trying to push so many of them, and hardly any really stuck beyond one mm -hmm. hit. Yeah. Um, my number 10 is Hanson, Where's the Love? And we had this discussion uh, before the show is I can't believe I forgot them, and they're a band that's way better than Mbop. There's nothing wrong with Mbop. No. But the problem is you just get sick of it. It's yeah. simple, it, it's catchy, and some of those songs really get on people's nerves, especially they get played over and over and over. And this, that song got played yeah. over and over and I over. I see over. no problem with Mambo number 5. I fucking love it. But it just got it's overplayed. Good, it's a good song. That's the thing. That's the thing that happens is that most things, there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's the oversaturation yeah. that ruins, you know, uh, a good song or an actor that you really like. And you're just like, take a break. Yeah. Take a break. There, there's a magical timing in getting the second single out. Yeah. And I I don't know what the, the, the chemical compound, <laughs> the, the mathematic equation is, but it's like there's a point where if the song is super huge, there's a point where you got to cut it off and get that new single out. But the yeah. problem is if it's still burning hot, no one cares about the new one. Yeah. So then that one disappears or you get so like Gautier. His second yeah. song was way better than the first one. Really? Even though I love the first one. Hmm. But he waited too long. It was like eight months. By then we hated Gautier. Shucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't even know if I've ever heard a second. Looking song. for an easy way out. So the whole album's great. But okay. that the second one is so fucking awesome. Cool. Alright, so that's my ten. That was ten, Arnie? Okay. Yep. Okay, so this song is on my list mostly because it is just it, it it's one of those that also is like Summertime, certain time of life, it takes me there immediately. Steal My Sunshine oh. by Lean. Like, I don't even know if it's a good song. I can't even tell anymore. I, it's fun. What I yes. love about the song is, you know while they were recording it, the guy, he couldn't hear. I mean, nobody else could hear. He just has headphones on. And he's like, and it's all up for me. And I'm getting six feet deep. And then his ear is just... Steal my sunshine. Everybody else is just like watching him. Long pause. <laughs> Brother and sister, we didn't think they were for the longest time because they act like they're flirting with each other. Um, and send the catchy. Uh, the the sample is from more more more. I can't remember who the singer is from the seventies. How do you do it? How do you do it? More more more. And it's the drum beat they use in mm -hmm. Steal My Sunshine. Oh okay. Yeah, I listened to the album. There's a reason why they're one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. So, We're no hit wonders, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty rad, but, you know, I don't have any hits, so that means these people got to be good at something. Um, okay, so I, I included No Doubt, though I realize that might be questionable as well, since they're probably, they're they're older than J-Lo, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but still, it's just like, you know, they were hit at that time, and they oh, had yeah. all these songs, and, and I mean, all this stuff was geared towards teens, really, right? Oh, definitely Ska was. So, we it had its moment, guys, and it was good. <laughs> um, just uh, just a girl. 
Okay. I was going to say, if you said don't speak, the show's over with. No. <laughs> I mean, I, that has a place in my heart, but no, dude. Uh, Sunday was... morning. If I'm going to go, it's Sunday morning. I'd fucking love yeah, that song. Yeah, there's some good songs up in there. Like, okay, so I, I don't really need to say more than that. Um, okay, this one t- is to me is like the epitome of my high school experience. Six Pence None the Richer Kiss Me. Oh, God, yeah. From... Is that from She's on that? Yes. See, I get sometimes it confused with cardigans. Yes, me okay. too. Yeah, right. Me too, me too, me too. Okay, um, and I will tell you why, because on my list is The Cardigans <laughs> with Love Fool, which also got popular because of a movie. Yeah. The Romeo and Ju- Juliet yeah. movie. I like, they shouldn't have been a one-hit wonder. Their second follow-up song, like two, no. the next album later, was um, Perfect Mistake, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think they should have been either. I think they're great. Loveful, what a fucking good song. Okay, um, jumping back up here. Truly, Madly, Deeply, Savage Garden. I, oh, yeah. Um, is that the one where they, the, they sing really fast and somewhere in Coca-Cola comes in? Is that the one? I do, I do, I do. I, don't, I have to listen to it. I can't remember what Savage Garden sounds like now. I might be thinking, I might be making up a whole new band. I, I know what song you're talking about. I'm not, I admit I'm not 100% sure okay. if that's the same song. Okay. Um, I, and I did actually have Mbop on here. Um, mo- not, I didn't even, I wasn't like super into the song at the time, but partially it's on my list because, uh, you know, like he was saying, we ha- came to the realization that they did not get the cred that they deserved, that they're freaking fantastic musicians like even like now their their voices are insane they're getting better their harmonies are like bonkers they are so incredible and i think that you know almost think this the popularity of the song did them a disservice because they didn't really get people didn't listen to the rest of their stuff i mean they were sold almost like uh, monkeys meets the beach boys you know light fluffy fun songs whatever but they're they're a soul band basically yeah. And, and yeah, that's uh And they were like, you know, like what? 11, 14 and yeah. 16 years old or whatever. I mean, Come on. Their parents kept their heads on straight and yeah. they kept fight they just kept going forward and they've been making great songs but just nothing ever breaks out. They're incredible, y'all. Yeah. Go give them like a, a minute. Um okay, this one's kind of like a deep one that I I uh you were like, oh, I forgot about them. Um, Evan and Jaren, Crazy for This Girl. Uh, I was so obsessed with that entire album. Oh, my God. And I think, th- I don't know that they ever made any other music. And I thought the song was by Vertical Horizon. <laughs> I, I do kind of see some comparison when you say that. Yeah. Um, okay, then um, my second to, I think that's my second to last one is Waterfalls by TLC. Because nice. I feel like, like... They're their early era. They were definitely sold to as a teen band yes. that first album. They were really, really teen oriented. But I mean, I mean, some of their stuff is a little dirty, which is really not that surprising. But and they're a little different than most of this other stuff on my list. But God, everyone yeah. still loves they the were, shit out of that song. Yeah, they were like the uh, sold like a mix between Naughty by Nature and In Vogue. Yeah, kind of. Like huh? they had the soul sound, they had deeper sound, but they had the cool Grit. beats and in, in, yeah, in the uh, innuendo that Naughty by Nature. Yeah. Had. Okay, so the last, I think then now we're to my very last song, and this is definitely a diversion from everything else in the list. It's very different, but this is what I was listening to in two thousand one. Okay. Okay. Hands down by Dashboard Confession. Oh God, yeah, that's a. Uh... 
definitely sold as teens. That's I, what you, that was from two thousand one. I believe. Wow, it was. I guess I, you're right because two thousand four they had that song in Spider Man. Oh my God, we're getting old. Maybe like, it years was going by. Is maybe it was the shit of me. Maybe it was slightly earlier that. Maybe yeah. it was two thousand. I just know I vividly. I was in college and and I went to a very um, small Christian. Uh, or school and everyone around me was listening to you know I don't know hymns, DC talk. hymns and DC <laughs> talk and I'm like listening to Dashboard Confessional and Beck yeah and people would be stopping by and be like oh thank God there's some regular music here <laughs> that's how I made some friends straight that was up nice. um, but that's kind of what I was listening I, that was kind of my tra- I was transitioning yeah, in my that, taste it's then. weird that I ha- I think I had some of these albums and I was well. I mean, Ron uh, and Dave are big on harmonies. They're big musician guys. Yeah. Those are my best friends growing up. Um, and, and I borrowed 98 Degrees from Ron, and, like, I bought Backstreet Boys. And I was like, these are really good. But then it just never really went beyond that. I had discovered, uh, oh, what is the British? Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. So he's, yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like that next step yes. up from the boys' bands and yes. you know, start exploring that world. He was never, like, he was always kind of a bad boy, though, wasn't yeah. he? Well, what teen band was he in? Was it, like, Take 5 or something like I'm not, that? I, okay. I think maybe that was what it was called, but I'm not sure. He, so I guess, yeah. he is so good. Yeah. It just it never really broke through in America yeah. besides that one album. Yeah. Is that your whole list? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so the last 10, uh, What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera. Um, I just like the the beat to that one. But I also, the, I added another song of hers, and it's Fighter. Now, Stronger by Britney and Fighter by Christina go so fucking well together, mm-hmm. and I was tortured by what to choose. I, I, I But uh, I went with Fighter. I, I might I really... have chosen that one, but I think I, I thought it came out too late for our list. Yeah. Um, but that's a good, those are both really good songs. Now, this is more of a rocker, but Ashley Simpson was kind of riding the line. Not yeah. the way that, well, Avril Lavigne did too, I guess, but yeah. she was more known as a rocker, whereas Ashley bounced that line, so I counted her. Uh, La La. Um, is one of her last hits, and uh, it, it is dirty. It is dirty, but the fucking thing rocks. It is so catchy, but it's just weird thinking of her acting like directed. I'm going to dress up in a, as a maid outfit or whatever. She's talking about all these sexual stuff, flirting with her. I don't know if I've heard even heard yeah. that song before. Um, a Britney song. Now, this one is a throwaway, but I love You Drive Me Crazy. I've never even seen the movie. I have it. it. I've just never got around to seeing it, but I just remember that video being so popular and just, hey, come on, when you have steering as one of your dance moves, I mean. <laughs> hey, it's a solid choice. Yeah. Um, and there's, like I said, there's a bunch of stuff I could have chosen from her, but I kind of limited it on Britney, but I would have, now I feel kind of stupid. I feel like I should have gone stronger. It's a better song. Um, Say You'll Be There by the Spice Girls. I think it's the best of uh, their hits. They weren't even around that long. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they only had what? like what two, two, maybe three albums, and they started to split apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we are agreeing that Sporty Spice is clearly the best singer. Yeah, I uh, think so. I she posh has... is the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Sporty and Mel B. Yeah, and we've we've never got around to watching Spice World, so I'm curious. I really think we should sometime. I, I yeah. bet it would be fun, even yeah. if it's stupid. Who cares? We watch lots. <laughs> we should of get movies. high and watch it. Woo wee! Uh, well, I'm high, right? Well, I'm almost on the verge of this right now. Maybe we should go find it. Okay. Um. So I already said "Fighter" by Christina. Uh, "True to Your Heart" by 98 Degrees. Basically, the only good song. I don't like. I don't like ballads. I like the poppy, rocky sure. stuff. And this is the only one they have that has any like. Yeah. Because they were like. Your mom's idea of a boy band. Like, oh, they're so sincere. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're borderline. I mean, they were older, too. Yeah, yeah, they were. It seemed like they were. 
Um, where am I at? Uh, Everybody, which we already did, uh, by Backstreet, Larger Than Life, which is their other huge video, the one where they're yeah. in space with the oh, you know, yeah. like Star Wars, whatever, they got virtual suits and they're fighting. Oh, yeah. And that one's a big one, but that's also a love letter to their fans. Like, Aww. they give them the energy to keep going. I love that song. Huh. Um, and NSYNC, I think, is the best of all the boy bands. Um, it's Gotta Be Me is a great one. Uh, JC sings that one, and I, the fact I fucking know this is weird. Uh, but Pop is my last track. Pop is one of the greatest singles of all time. It's so complicated, so dense, and she's laughing. Listen to the production value on it. It's nuts. If you listen to it in your headphones, even 10 times greater. It's a silly, I'm admiring your commitment to this opinion. Yes. It's such a good song. I am not... It's the Beatles of teen pop. I'm not disagreeing (laughs) with you, and it's really not like... I. Those groups aren't on my list because I think they suck. It just, I just never really got into it. Yeah, I love that Bye 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 too. The one where they have the little puppets. I do like that one. That one's a lot of fun. So we did want to mention, I have kind of a really terrible song on my list. So here's (laughs) here's my, my pick for shitty ass song that fits in this category butterfly by crazy town and of course it was so popular for a short period of time so much that they like made a huge joke about it in uh orange county the movie about how every girl loses her fucking mind when she hears the song and i think it's so funny um because that's really how people reacted um and it's just it's just garbage y'all Yeah, it's that rap but it was so poppy. It was un- well, all that stuff basically sucks. I'm yeah. sorry. All that rap post Beastie Boys, but then they start adding metal to it. Limp Biscuit fucking blows. I-, I I hate Limp Biscuit is one of the bands I hate more than anything in the yeah. universe. Uh, someone I'm told sorry. me that ACDC was worse than Limp, or they preferred Limp Biscuit over ACDC. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, I guess you're all entitled to your own opinions. Do uh, you have a, a song that you feel like is uh, uber garbage? There's okay. So uh, we talked about this. <laughs> Uber garbage, y'all. Um, any song that has very specific details in oh, a yes, list. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So we listened to three of them. I cannot remember the one where it's like, uh, I've seen all the pretty girls in the world of blondes and brunettes and semi-hot redheads. Like, I think those are the fucking <laughs> words. But I've never met a girl like you. I can't fucking remember. It's like Authority 7 or something oh, like that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, don't God. tell me there's seven people in this band. Ooh. Nobody got paid if there's seven. Um, uh What's the other one? Oh, the one by uh, O-Town where they describe their o- perfect open. O-Town is terrible. And the one we both agreed that was really bad is LFO. LFO. It's the winner of list-specific details. Yeah. Kind of, eh, Chinese food makes me sick. Uh, I'm shopping at Abercrombie and Fitch. I smell like shit. I don't know what the words are, but they're so super specific. I mean, that's exactly how he sings it's, it, too. It's not even telling a story, really. It's just like, I got random stuff written down in front of me I was thinking about. He's like, I'm going to read my grocery list. Yeah, no, that one's bad. I, actually, the more I think about that O-Town one, about the liquid dreams, first off, it's gross. Um, and they're talking about building the perfect woman. You don't deserve a woman, then. Fuck you what? guys. No woman is perfect unless you take a piece from each woman you think of and make the perfect woman. You eat shit and die. That's a fucking bullshit thing to do. That's I, I'm actually starting to hate that song. More. Oh well, let's let's maybe stop before you get violent about it. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to O-Town to kick some ass. Yeah, let's go find where they live. All right. Have a little chat. <laughs> so this is just like the mid uh, episode. We said we we're gonna do can't hardly wait and uh, not car- can't hardly wait can't buy me love and she's all that next. But the the road calls to me and i can't do it for a little bit longer so this is just kind of a filler episode uh check us out on facebook under hit rewind podcast same thing for twitter subscribe subscribe 
uh, comment, share, let us know how awesome we are or how much we suck. Just fucking tell people to listen to us because we're awesome. Yeah, also, if there's a song that you love and missed, you know, like, let us know. Record a uh, voicemail and send it to the uh, the Twitter or whatever, and uh, I'll pl- play it on a future episode. Or if we picked a song you really fucking hate, you yeah. can do that too. Just share your thoughts right with now, us. someone's like, I love LFO. No, LFO. Oh, LFO. Sorry, that's it. LFO. All right. Audi. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>